This is Stories from the Storm, a series of oral histories on Hurricane Harvey from Houston Public Media and the Houston Flood Museum. Today, teacher Erica Kong and student Bitya Alanis. Erica is a teacher at Yes Prep Southeast. When she discovered that one of her students was still living in a home that had been flooded but was not yet repaired, she invited the entire family to move in with her and her fiancé. The two of them reflect on both the difficulties faced from the storm and the joyous memories of their time together. And they look hopefully into the future. My name is Erica Kong. I'm a special education teacher at Yes Prep Southeast. I'm Bitya Laniz. I'm a senior here at Yes Prep Southeast. So after Harvey hit and we got back to school, I was walking through the hallways that day during lunch and I was like asking how everybody was doing. And then I came up to your group of friends and was like, oh, hey, how's everyone doing? And you started telling me your story. Do you remember like kind of what you told me that day? Okay, so when we came back to school, my mom was just like, okay, we'll try to get things back to normal. I know it's not normal because the house was quarantined in some areas and things just didn't look the same way anymore. But she was like, just try to keep keep it low. Don't try to make anyone think that we're like in any emergency, like everything's okay. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to school now. And we just wanted to get back to our lives. So we didn't really want to have anyone start asking us so many questions like, oh, how is it going? Like, what's going on? And so whenever, like, you came, I was just like, what? should I answer, like, honestly, or should I just leave it with, like, yeah, I'm okay. And so Jasmine, one of my friends, was just like, just tell her what's going on. Like, you told us, just tell her. And I was like, okay, well, um, well I guess our house got flooded. Um, there's mold in the walls. There's things that aren't, they're kind of smelly. And she was just like, oh, you have to, like, you have to get out of there. And so my, when I went to, when I went back home, my mom was just asking me questions like, oh, so what's going on? Like, what happened? And I just told her that my teacher was telling me that this was like not the right like place to be at the moment. And she just started to freak out because she knew that my brother, Josue, is like, he gets sick easily. So she was really concerned about him. So that was just one of the things that everything was just circulating really fast for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, when I had offered my fiance and, and my home to you guys, I honestly wasn't sure if I was going to hear from you. Like, I remember it's like, you know, here's my phone number, <laughs> go home, like talk to your parents mm-hmm. and, you know, like give me a call, like let me know what you want to do. And then I was, I really wasn't expecting to hear back because I had um, had some similar conversations mm-hmm. with other students whose homes had been flooded. And um, it was always like, oh, we're fine or we're staying with family or we're mm-hmm. staying at a hotel. Um, so I was, I wasn't expecting to hear back from you guys, but I was really glad that next day, it was a Saturday, I remember, you got, you, you calling me and you're like, uh, Ms. <laughs> Kong, is it, is the offer still available to come stay at your house? Yeah. <laughs> In the beginning, I I was freaking out because I don't like to be a burden to anyone. So I was like, I don't know if this is going to be the right choice. Like, maybe, like, something's going to happen. Like, she doesn't know my parents. She doesn't know my brothers. Like, maybe I need to, like, introduce first. I just felt kind of, I didn't want to be, like, some sort of cargo on you. So I was just like, oh, no. (laughs) But after, the like, just seeing everything that was going on, I I figured that it was okay to be not okay. And that's something that Miss Cooper always told me. She's like, it's okay to not be okay with you. Like, if you need help, it's okay to, like, ask someone for that, like, that arm and that help. And so 
whenever you you said yeah come over it's okay like we I, that offer still stands and i heard because we were calling so i heard chris like saying like, yeah it's okay mm-hmm. like i heard him in the background so i just it was i felt really like just grateful for that but just having that option was really nice to just know that even if like things weren't looking up that there was someone out there that was going to help us um it was just nice to know that there's still some people that are good out there and they're still going to help us out even if something like this happens. Hmm. What did your, I never really talked to your brothers like about what they thought about leaving the house and staying with us. Like what was their initial reaction? Well, Miguel, he's 13. So he was very like, what do I need to do? Like he got into this like crisis mode. And so whenever we were talking to him afterwards, he was just like, I wanted to do something. Like, I felt so helpless. Like, I couldn't do anything. We just took it all in. Like, the water just kept rising. We didn't know what was going to happen, like, where we are going to be. And so for him, it was like he wanted to start making more videos. So he, he's, mm-hmm. like, all into animations. And so he wanted to do YouTube so he can make, make some sort of contribution to the family. And so he was just in the mentality of, like, I need to get a job. Like, I need to do something so I can help. Josue was more he's he he's always gets anxious he's like me we're kind of the same he was really anxious so he was always trying to figure out how to help my mom when she was sad or to try to figure out what like school how to help other people out so he was just more so trying to help everybody instead of helping himself and so in that moment for them too it was just a lot of emotions for 10 a 10 year old and a 13 year old to go through so for them it was it was hard to get back on track and back into like the normal lifestyle after rv mm-hmm you guys came, what was it, maybe about a week after, like, you had called me, mm-hmm. and I know Mr. Trevino, like, brought you, and then your parents brought Josue and Miguel to the house, and then that that following weekend, like, we all went over and, like, demoed your house, and that was, like, I mean, it was completely gutted. Yeah. Like, were you, were you surprised? Like, I mean, we just had to get rid of everything. Did you expect that to be the case? I kind of figured that it was going to have to come to that just because of like the things we were seeing and and our house is from the 1950s and so it's really old and before everything that happened with Harvey my parents were actually considering like redoing like remodeling but this all came at once so now we just had to like demo everything to try to like bring it all back together. Did you like whenever whenever we came like did you expect like a big family or was it just like oh you were just expecting me like what was that your Oh no I knew because I had like asked you (laughs) so I I knew that it was going to be you and your two brothers and your parents so Uh I just like wanted to make sure that I had enough towels and pillows and like bedding (laughs) and that that kind of stuff so I had to go out and buy some extra stuff because we didn't have everything. I went and like made those copies of the key to, (laughs) to give to you guys so that you all could just like come in and out as you needed to. So I was actually, I kind of wish that you guys would have like felt more comfortable like being around the house. Like I felt yeah. bad. Like I felt <laughs> like y'all were always like in your rooms. And I was like, well, please. Like, I was like telling your parents like Mikasa, Sukasa. Yeah. Like it's okay. It was just that like since so we've always been taught that whenever we're like in a house that is in our house, we're supposed to be respectful. Like even if they do give you the liberty of like cooking in the kitchen or like doing things in the rooms and stuff, we still want to make sure that like we're giving you guys your space and we're giving like each other and like sometimes we did like me and we talked to one another but we just wanted to make sure that yeah. because of us your lives didn't turn into something else like a little bit more of a like instead of it being like a two it was going to become like a seven <laughs> and so that's more like more or less what they were considering whenever mm-hmm. we moved in and did things in there yeah yeah no I, I understand like I was very like 
I did appreciate like how considerate y'all were. Mm-hmm. And then another part of me was like, well, you guys can like go watch TV in the family room. Like you don't have to <laughs> yeah. be like in your room, like watching TV on your phone. Like you can be in the family room and watch TV. But, but yeah, no, I understand. I do appreciate that you guys were so considerate while you're at the house. But I'm glad that you guys were also able to utilize the house as well, like with the pool and the pool table. And I know yeah. like, and the basketball hoop, like I know Josue especially <laughs> really liked all that stuff. Yeah. And Miguel as well. But We all had, we, whenever we walked in, my brothers were just like, this is so cool. Like they have a pool table, they have this. They have a ginormous looking TV. Cause you know how the sound system and everything yeah. just, it's just all cool. <laughs> and so like my brothers fell in love with it, with like the whole house. Mm-hmm. And then they saw there was a pool. Even the whole sweat now he's like, oh, like why did I fall into the pool? Like why? But he still he was he was just like all into it, and that's I think that that's one of the things that I love so much about my brothers is that even though it really was an experience that I don't want anyone else to go through, we still kind of we made it the best that we could mm-hmm. make it. Like we just try to laugh it out, even though we wanted all we wanted to do was cry and just start getting angry at everybody because like you know how it was hard to get like just an inspector to come into the house mm-hmm. and look at it. And so we just wanted to keep our sanity and not start getting all frustrated and all over the place. So I guess that was one of the cool things, just to have so much to see and look at. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad, like, we were able to give you all the space. Like, you have a bed that hasn't previously been underwater. And, Mm -hmm. like, you just had that space to kind of be kids, Um, even though you were going going through something so traumatic you were able to like have that space. So I'm glad that you guys were able to to do that. Yeah, it was nice to not smell so much. Because, okay, so I don't know if it's like something that happens to you whenever you go through like a tragic event, but every time I would like wear my clothes or have it in my backpack, I would always smell like mildew Mm -hmm. or like some sort of like humidity. Like I just Mm -hmm. smelled water. And Mm -hmm. so whenever I would wear something like my jacket, I would wear it to school. And I felt like I would just be like, there was just like a reminder of what I went through. And so me and my mentality was just like I need to get I need to get through this like I need to go to school I want something normal to happen to me, so whenever I went to school and having that piece of like a memento like it was some sort of like a horrific thing because it's like something that you don't want to like remember like you mm-hmm. don't want to remember your house being flooded and it was it was something that I didn't want to remember so yeah when did so when did y'all leave the house was it in the middle of the night or was it during the next like was it the next day it was day? like two days later oh like two a, days later yeah it was a little bit it was just because it was the entire night of that day and then a little bit of the other and then my mom in the mid like in the like towards like maybe midnight to like four we were like no we have to we have to go like mm-hmm. and so we just took our chances and just took the car and went away yeah yeah, I didn't realize that you guys had, like, stayed in the house, like, mm-hmm. for at least a day after. I thought, like, that next day you, like, went right to your uncle's house. Yeah. And he, I guess the moment that I just started getting really just, not nauseous, but I felt, like, so overwhelmed and just tired whenever my dad was putting, like, the the blankets from our childhood. So he got, like, my Disney princess blanket, mm-hmm. started stuffing it against, like, all the, like, the crevices of the house. And then he started bringing in like the boxes of like pictures just to figure out a way to make the the blankets to not start like overflowing with like with the water. Just seeing all that and then looking how it just started to destroy all the pictures, all the mementos that I valued so much. It just it took us by surprise and we just wanted to just like kind of disappear from the situation. Yeah. So was any of that able to 
like salvage any of it or are the are all the photo were all the photos lost we lost a big portion of the photos mm -hmm. so my mom lost some of her mother like her mom's pictures the ones where she was helping out when i was born mm -hmm. she lost um, some of the baby clothes that i had when i was younger um she was really sad when we started taking out all the Christmas stuff because we value Christmas so much. We love Christmas so much. It just reminds my dad of the times whenever he was in the ranch and just with his grandma and his mom. So it was a moment where like, taking everything and throwing it away was just us taking some part of us and just throwing it out. So it was hard for them to take everything and look at it and then discard it. Like it was because it wasn't going to help anyone. It was already covered in a lot of, like, just a lot of the mold. Yeah. So it wasn't going to help us. But it was really sad to see all that go away. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me, like, how important Christmas mm -hmm. was to y'all. So that's why I was like, I need to make yeah. sure. Like, I decorate the house and, like, get y'all your stockings yeah. and stuff. And, like, the stockings were... That was the moment... I don't know if you remember it, but my dad was just starting to cry. Whenever yeah. he saw the stockings, it just made him cry. Because he saw how someone who didn't really know us that well took us in and then gave us so much just to feel welcome <laughs> so for him it was just like it just touched him in a very special mm, place yeah i felt bad decorating for halloween because <laughs> you guys didn't celebrate halloween because yeah. i never like de really decorated for halloween before yeah. the house and i was like oh we have kids here i can like decorate and make it fun and then you guys got home from church you're like actually we don't celebrate halloween i was like yeah but Sorry. the cool thing well even though we don't celebrate halloween my mom was just so touched by the fact that she even thought of like the other los muertos mm -hmm. she was just like wow like she went above and beyond just to make it a place where we would feel at home. So for her, it just reminded her whenever she was younger, my grandma would take them to like the cemetery mm -hmm. and they would wash all of the, the tombstones and just like make it okay for them. And like she would just remember all the different things that her in her childhood she had. So it's just mm -hmm. nice to have those like moments of just nostalgia and just remember everything that was yeah, going that's on. That's good. I'm glad. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does it feel now without it? Does the house feel a little bit bigger? Yeah, it felt weird, like, the first two days with you guys not being there. And then also Chris was gone. Uh -huh. um, so that was, it was really weird, like, <laughs> having the house to myself. And then, like, that Monday morning, like, going and getting in the car by myself without you and Miguel. I was like, <laughs> it, yeah, it felt, it felt weird. Yeah. <laughs> How was the apartment that y'all stayed at? It was, okay, so it felt weird because we were used to, like, going with you and, like, <laughs> talking about different things. And so we talk, I talk with my dad. But it's like you're in the school, so you know who I'm yeah. referring to. So yep. it's a lot more intimate. But I make fun of it. But I was like, I was telling my mom yesterday and she started laughing. I was like, it's nice to smell the air of like refineries and like the Pasadena. Like you just know it's Pasadena when you start smelling refinery. And so she started laughing. But there's some truth into it. Like even though it was different, it's just nice to be in, yeah. your, in your roots. Yeah, that was good. That's good. That, that's really nice that that family offered. Was yeah. it the apartment of like one of their mother, their mother-in-laws? No, no, it was one of my dad's friends. Oh, okay. from church. So, okay. And then the was it yes that provided all the furniture for your place or had all the new stuff that was delivered? Yeah. Did so it? right now we got all the the stuff from used to go. They wanted to bring it a week before we were ready, but we were like, no, like the house isn't done yet, so don't come. And so mm -hmm. they were. Uh, whenever they did come, they brought like uh, two beds and they brought the dining table mm -hmm. and the chairs. And so we had a place to sit, but we had to kind of share beds because we didn't have like the complete sets and everything. Mm -hmm. But it was just nice to be in my house again, like yeah. just knowing that it was like you're, you. if you wanted to yell, you could just start yelling. Like if mm -hmm. you wanted to 
just start running around it would, it was it was just cool to mm-hmm. have it again mm-hmm. does it look does it look a lot different than before yeah yeah the first night i woke up in the middle of the night and i wanted to get water so you know how there was like the doors that would shut mm-hmm. like the, the living room in the kitchen yeah. mm-hmm. so that the door that used to go for the kitchen that's now my brother's room so they made a wall to make that his room oh okay because we needed a room for him since he's already 13 and he wants his <laughs> privacy yeah and so for him we we gave him that room but then i walked in and i was like why is it so dark in here like well, what's going on and when i turned on the lights i realized that it was his room and he woke <laughs> up I was like, what happened I was like, oh, i'm sorry I, like I, I thought it was the kitchen he's like no we did like we already talked about this, this isn't the kitchen anymore it's like oh yeah you're right and so i had to walk out and go all the way around and then go to the kitchen and then come back so it was just a little strange to see that yeah. but i feel like in the like the structure may be different but i still i when i touch like the side of the wall i still feel like the little like even though they did demolish like the entire yeah. wall, <laughs> i still could feel like some of like the indentions from the the like the like, you know the windows the window seals mm-hmm. like the the frame of it mm-hmm. there's a portion where i accidentally like hit myself one time so that my head is so big and so like hard <laughs> That I made like an indention on one of the sides of the frame, and so I could still I could still feel that. So just like some of the little things that I feel like we're still there despite the fact that we lost so many things. Mm-hmm. Like just having that little reminder, even though it's weird, like I still have like a memory attached to it. So it's not like it's completely foreign. It's just it's new and yeah. it's a new experience. So it's just like whenever I feel a little bit lonely or I feel like this isn't the same, I just touch it and it reminds me. I'm like, okay, this is still my home. This is still something that I have. And your brothers, I'm sure, loving their own, having their own rooms. Yeah, Josue, he spent like a day when we were there. He was just like looking at the stuff. He's like, "This is my room. I don't have me go." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, you don't have me go anymore." But the first night, it made me laugh. He was sleeping, and the beds are a little bit higher than he's used to because he used to be in a bunk bed. Uh. My mom was telling me that the first night, all she heard was like a. <laughs> and we started like she was like scared she woke up and she's like what happened Josue fell he had oh. rolled over and fell on the floor <laughs> and he doesn't remember anything like we were talking she was talking about it with him in the next morning and she's like hey so what happened like did you know that you fell he's like no I just I just I just fell <laughs> but I just it's cool for them That's to funny. just figure out themselves in their own little space so yeah. that just reminds me of like I still have that memory of <laughs> him falling in the pool yeah <laughs> You still remember just seeing that splash. (laughs) (laughs) Like I saw him like leaning over the side of the pool and like looking like he was like trying to reach something. And then the next thing I see out of the side, like out of the window, just like water (laughs) splashing. Yeah, and he was just like I whenever he came, he was knocking on the door of like the the guest house, and he's like, "I'm wet." I'm like, "I can see that." And he's like, "I don't, I don't know if anyone saw me, but can you give me a towel?" And I'm like, "Okay." And then you told us that you saw it, and he was just like, "Oh." gosh like, i don't even <laughs> want to look at her the same way anymore i can't yeah, but funny. yeah it, it was nice and your dad's already planning to turn into an office when you leave oh, college isn't he <laughs> we were talking about it he was just like okay this is where your bed's gonna be right and i'm like yeah he's like okay so let me let me calculate you're gonna be gone in three months right and i'm like yeah okay we can make this happen he was <laughs> thinking really about ready. ways to coordinate he's like really oh my gosh <laughs> for to go. so you know, you seen you go through the whole like application process and everything, and gain your acceptances. Where so where are you gonna be going to school? I decided to go to Rhodes College. It's in Tennessee, and 
it was hard to make the choice because I I was really just hesitant on the fact that I didn't want my parents to spend so much money. We had to go through like the whole house situation and having to pay for the different things was just going to cost so much. And so I was even considering like taking a gap year, but whenever Rhodes gave me like the full ride, I just I felt I felt like I would just be like like completely stupid if I didn't take it. Like it was just like something that was given to me. Yeah, you got the impact program scholarship, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So like I'm sorry. Completely full, <laughs> completely full ride and everything. Like, that's like, can't get any better than that. <laughs> Stories from the Storm is a project of the Houston Flood Museum in partnership with Houston Public Media and is supported by Houston Endowment. Visit HoustonFloodMuseum.org.